Good morning. Welcome to all our worshipers, both on-site and online. Can you greet the person next to you? A very good morning. Okay, we are glad to bring before the Lord two children this morning. May I request uh, the parents to please uh, bring your child in front. Please bring your child in front. Can I also request the grandparents as well as the godparents uh, to please uh, stand? Okay, please surround them, okay? Okay, first allow me to congratulate both parents, Anthony and Kim, as well as Arnold and Judy. I praise and thank God for your desire to want to honor God by dedicating your children, your child, before Him this morning. I believe God will honor your commitment as well. Let me explain in a very simple way the significance of what we are doing. Why do we do child dedication? There are five reasons. First, it is an act of thanksgiving. The Bible tells us that the children are a gift from the Lord by coming before Him. It is an expression of our gratefulness for that gift. Second, it is an act of worship wherein we acknowledge our Creator God as a giver of the gift. And by dedicating your children, it is an act of giving back to God the gift that He has given. Third, it is an act of dependence or trust wherein we submit your child to God's will, trusting that by His grace, He will keep your children until the day when they are old or mature enough to make, to personally put their faith in the Lord. Fourth, this is an act of obedience. The practice of child dedication has actually been modeled all throughout scriptures. And uh, we have seen uh, Hannah, okay, bringing the baby Samuel before the priest Eli to dedicate him. Mary and Joseph also brought Jesus Christ to the temple for his dedication. So not only is it a form of thanksgiving, it is also biblical, and you are actually obeying the example set forth in God's word. Lastly, it is an act of commitment. We say that the more precious the gift, the greater the responsibility. Since God has given you the precious gift of this child, He also has given you the following responsibilities. One, to train up your children in the ways of God. Two, to be an example of Christian living inside and outside your home. Three, to provide for, protect, and nurture your child. Four, to share with them your love, your time, and your life. And lastly, to teach them to love the same Jesus that you love. Today, you parents are making a commitment before the Lord to fulfill those responsibilities the best way that you can, and to submit your child to God's will and to raise her according to God's word and God's ways. You are making a promise before the Lord to do everything within your power by God's grace to raise your child in the godly way, prayerfully until such time when she can make a decision on their own to follow God. So child dedication is actually more for the parents than for the child. Okay? You are the ones making this vow 
this promise or this commitment today. But before we start, I just want to clarify one thing. Child dedication should not be confused with salvation. By dedicating your child this morning, it doesn't secure the child a place in heaven, nor does it protect your child from any possible harm. There's nothing magical about this. We recognize that salvation only comes to a person through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It is not passed on through dedication. As your child grows in the faith, he or she must make this personal commitment uh, before the Lord. And what you are doing today, you are making that first step in order to help her make that decision someday. Okay, so parents, Anthony and Kim, Arnold and Judy, let me ask you two questions to signify your commitment before the Lord and his people today. First, in coming before God and his people, the church, do you declare your desire to dedicate and to consecrate both yourself and your child to the Lord? If so, please respond by saying, we do. Thank you. And do you, parents, vow by God's help and in partnership with your church family, as well as with your grandparents, the grandparents and the godparents, to provide the child you dedicate a Christian home of love and peace to raise the child in the, tr- in the truth of our Lord's instruction and discipline and to encourage your dedicated child to one day receive Jesus Christ as her personal Lord and Savior. If that is your desire, please respond by saying, we do. Thank you. Now, the grandparents and the godparents, your role is very important here. It is not just to give uh, Christmas gifts or ang paus during birthdays. You are the second parents now to your children, and you are accountable to assist them in raising their child to know and fear the Lord. You yourself are to be role models that they look up to. So you are tasked to surround them with your love and guidance from the Lord. So may I now ask you, grandparents and godparents, are you willing to support our couples here in their parenting journey to act as partners and mentors that can help them fulfill their commitment before to their child before the Lord today? If so, please respond by saying, we do. Thank you. Let us come before the Lord in prayer. A maker of the universe, we magnify your name for our creation and for all the blessings in our life, including the gift of these two children. We claim the same assurance for them that Jesus gave to the children he took in his arms, that they belong to your kingdom. Father, we pray that these children will be consecrated and set apart for your glory. Grant the parents the grace to raise their child to your glory, the wisdom to encourage them in their spiritual journey and growth, and may you guide and support them as they nurture their child in the faith. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. First, we now have uh, Gianna Asalia Oracion Bakani. She's the daughter of Arnold and Judy Bakani.
Gianna, we hereby dedicate you to the Lord, trusting that by His grace, He will keep you until the day that you will personally make your decision in Him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, you can have your pictures taken. Chelsea Chloe Choa Ang Ching. Chelsea is the daughter of Anthony and Kim Anjali Ching. Chelsea, we hereby dedicate you to the Lord, trusting that by His grace, He will keep you until the day that you'll personally make your decision to follow Him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Can we all rise? Can we welcome both of them uh, into our family? Thank you. Please be seated. Thank you. Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Wonderful Counselor, Prince of Peace. This is who our God is. He is a caring Father who protects us and loves us. He never fails, and there is nothing temporary or short about His love and faithfulness. He is whom we worship, and He is whom we adore. So before we get into our um, songs... Can we just read Psalm 145 together? So, Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and exalt your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. Our first song expresses just that. It's a little bit new, and it's a little bit groovy. So um, as we learn this new song together, may, in, may we invite all of you to please stand and sing with us.
come before the Lord in prayer. And you shall be called the wonder of a counselor, for you are wise and omniscient. You know all things, past, present, and the future. And you shall be called the mighty God, for you are omnipotent and all-powerful. You are sovereign above all things. You shall be called everlasting Father, for you are eternal, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. You don't only start to exist on that first Christmas, but you were there even before the foundations of the earth. And you shall be called Prince of Peace, for you are our rest and our hiding place, our refuge and our strength. You shall be called Emmanuel, God with us, for you came to be one of us, who came to be born as a helpless baby in a manger in order to understand our hopeless and our helpless situation. And that's the meaning of Christmas. That a God who is seated on the throne is willing to send His only Son because you love us. What an assurance to know that the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the wonder of a counselor, the Prince of Peace, is here with us, facing our challenges with us, bearing our burdens for us, helping us in every way, every day. God with us, guiding our everyday decisions. God with us, walking the path of grace beside us. God with us, our closest friend who sticks closer than any brother. And that's who we are celebrating, the King of Kings in a manger. You came to show us humility. May we as a body humble ourselves in submission to you. You came to show us how to love. May we as a church love as you love. You came to show us how to have peace in spite of this uncertain situations and circumstances that surround us. May we live as such, as people of peace. May we come to adore you this morning. May we come to worship in spirit and in truth. May we respond to the gift of Christmas. Father, we, Jesus Christ, we thank you that when we cannot find a friend, you are there. When we stumble and fall over our own mistakes, you are there. When we cannot find the strength to even stand, you are there. You are good, and it is so. May grace and peace be multiplied in our lives through God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. May we taste the goodness of the Lord. Speak and minister to each one of us this morning. May your Holy Spirit write your message in our hearts. We lift up your two servants this morning. May you be with them as they deliver your word to us. And may each one of us be blessed and go home 
in a different way than when we came. This is our prayer in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, whom we celebrate Christmas. And all of God's people say, Amen. Amen. Please be seated. I'm really encouraged and blessed that our interpreter this morning, uh, Brother Daniel Shangkwan, even though he's not feeling completely well, he's still here to interpret for us. Uh, it's very rare to see such dedication, such commitment to serve even though uh, you are not well. So may we pray for him as he's interpret for us this morning. Our guest speaker is the founding and the lead pastor of Crossroads, one of the new church plants that NMEC supports. Uh, I personally know him from uh, very way, way back, okay? even when he's still uh, studying high school. Uh, I have a privilege to be with him together different uh, camps, and uh, yeah, it's a privilege and it's an honor for me to see him now serving God full-time. We graduated from the same seminary, and uh, right now, uh, he's now leading his own church. So let's welcome Pastor Don Manalese. Blessed morning, everyone. It's a joy to see all of you again face to face. The last time I stood here in front of you was before the pandemic started. And so it's really a blessing to be able to worship with you again physically. Now, on behalf of our church planting ministry, we want to thank you again for your continuous partnership in God's kingdom work. We really appreciate all your support, your prayers to what God is doing at Crossroads Redeemed. Do know that we are also praying for you. Now, today is December 11. It's exactly 14 days before Christmas Day. And during this time of the year, many people practice certain traditions. From putting up Christmas decors to organizing Christmas parties to exchanging Christmas gifts. Now, as for me and my wife, we've made the tradition to have a family pictorial by the Christmas tree every year. 
就是说啊，每年伫圣诞树下合一张啊团体照，还是全家福。Here's a sample of our photo session this year. 这个是今年阮所合的相。Now credits go to the security guard who serves as our official photographer. 我们多谢阮的警卫推阮来合这张相。Now to be honest, as, as I look at this photo, I feel very much accomplished. 当我看这张相的时候，我充满了成就感。You see, for a family of our size, it's very rare to have a decent photo taken together. 啊，阮家庭化做人，真罕是有机会通三甲拍一张较好势的相。It seems like there's always someone who's not looking at the camera. 啊，经常有人无咧看伊个相机。没那个笔记。With four young kids, it's very rare for us to have a nice photo taken together. But for this particular shot, our kuya guard just took a single attempt to take a photo of us. This photograph, And to my delight, everyone was looking straight at the camera. Now, the reason we like to take family photos is to capture precious moments together. Life is really short and can be full of unexpected turns. Life is really short and can be full of unexpected turns. Around the same time last year, my dad passed away. Ah, 第几年前，在开这个点钟，我爸爸离开世间。He took his last breath December nine of last year. 伊十二月初九就离开我。This image was, this image with my family was taken the Christmas before the pandemic started. 这张相呢是伫疫情发生以前的圣诞节所拍的相。We never expected that this will also be the last photo wherein all of us were in were complete in one photo。我无想到这张是阮一生中间最后一张六个人拢伫咧的相。And so it's really priceless to have pictures of our loved ones for us to remember our precious times together. 所以有法通保存这款全家福的照片，是难能可贵，让阮通回忆过去一家美丽的片段。Now, as I say these things, I understand that there are those of you who've also recently lost a father. 当我年年所说跩代志的时阵，我也知影咱中间有一挂人最近失去老爸。And some of you might still be grieving. It's never easy to lose someone we consider dear to us. 失去亲人永远不是容易的一项代志。Having said that, I'm also aware that not everyone here is in good terms with his or her dad. 我了解，不是所有的人甲爸爸的关系是好的。For some, the word father. Brings into my unpleasant thoughts and unpleasant feelings. 有个人提到爸爸带来无好的意念，也是情绪
Sadly, some dads are distant. Aloof. Passive. Unreliable. Self-absorbed. Or even cruel. There are countless of homes where dads are present physically but absent emotionally. The reality is, we live in a time when more and more households are becoming fatherless. And the effects of an absentee dad cannot be overstated. I came across studies on how crucial fathers are in the lives of children. And the results have led many to conclude that almost every social ill in our society is in some way related to fatherlessness. The truth is, our fathers play a tremendous role in our lives. Whether you grew up close to your dad or not, our fathers have gigantic shoes to feel that are not they have gigantic shoes which are not easy to fill. Knowingly or unknowingly, there's an inner desire in every person to know their dad and be known by their father. And this is highlighted all the more during Christmas season when Everyone around us seem to gather happily with their own families. How exactly can we deal with the issue of fatherlessness? If you're someone who lost a father, or have an absentee dad, how exactly can you cope with all the hurt and the pain? As followers of Christ, what kind of comfort can we offer to a world that is longing for a father? Friends, why don't we read our sermon passage for this morning? I say in 9 verse 6, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Isaiah Friends, 
Now, last Sunday, Pastor Jason kicked off our Christmas message series called His Name. And this series is anchored on this verse that we just read. We learned that the child being referred to in Isaiah 9 verse 6 is the prophesied Messiah, Jesus Christ. Interestingly, this verse was written 700 years before Jesus was born. And yet, this verse accurately depicts who Jesus would be and what he would do. In fact, the prophet Isaiah revealed four important names about the coming Messiah. Last week we learned that Jesus is our wonderful counselor. And in the next two Sundays, we'll learn what it means that Jesus is the mighty God and the Prince of Peace. But today, we're going to discuss why Isaiah referred to Jesus as the Everlasting Father. Now, of the four titles given by Isaiah in Isaiah 9 verse 6, Everlasting Father appears to be the most perplexing. You see, for most people, they don't see a problem of having Jesus as their wonderful counselor. Or their mighty God. Or as the Prince of Peace. But they can get confused when they hear Jesus referred to as the Everlasting Father. Some groups even use this passage to promote the teaching that Jesus is actually the same person as God the Father. Now, when they claim that there is only one God, they deny the Holy Trinity. In Sweden, Instead of recognizing the three persons in the Godhead, they view God as one, as only one person who simply manifests as the Father, Son, and Spirit. Now, people who hold on to this view are generally called 
According to modalists, there is only one God, but He reveals Himself in different modes or forms. To them, God has primarily manifested Himself as the Father in the Old Testament. In and then as the son in the New Testament, and then he manifested as the Spirit today. But is that what Isaiah 9 verse 6 Was the prophet Isaiah Referring to God the Father as the coming Messiah. Was the baby born in the major actually God the Father who only manifested as baby Jesus? The problem with modalism is scriptures plainly speaks of one God but also of three distinct persons. One God, but three distinct persons. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And these three persons in the Godhead interact with each other. For example, in John 17, we see Jesus praying to the Father. If the Father and the Son are not distinct persons, then this prayer would have Jesus talking to himself. In Luke 23, Jesus cried out in a loud voice saying, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. If God, the Father, only manifested as Jesus on the cross, then who is Jesus calling out to? There are other numerous passages clearly showing that Jesus is distinct from God the Father and God the Spirit. The theology of modalism has actually been declared as a heresy as early as the second century. It's a It's a dangerous theology because it attacks the very nature of our God. Any teaching that does not 
acknowledge God as three distinct persons is unbiblical. There is one God who eternally exists in three persons. The Father, the Son, and the Spirit. The prophet Isaiah never intended to claim that the promised Messiah is actually the first person of the Godhead. That would make him a heretic and us as modelists. Okay, Pastor Don, we now understand what the everlasting Father does not mean. But what exactly does it mean? Why did Isaiah refer to Jesus as the everlasting Father? Well, keep in mind that Isaiah gave this prophecy at the time where there was so much despair in the land of Judah. As the as their northern enemies prepared to invade Judah, the people of Judah were hopeless, feeling hopeless. It didn't help that they had a wicked king named Ahaz. King Ahaz only looked after his own interests. Now, since kings in the ancient times were considered as their nation's father, Ahaz was a terrible father to his people. In contrast to Ahaz, Isaiah prophesied that a righteous ruler will be born to deliver God's people. Now, this promised ruler will not be like Ahaz. The Messiah will be a father like no other to his people. You see, Jesus is called the everlasting father because of his father-like qualities to his people. He is still God the Son, but the way he cares for his people is like that of a father with his children. Now again, there are those of us who grew up with great memories of our dads. But for others, fatherhood is a painful thought. And the best they can manage when they hear that Jesus is like a father, is indifference, 
，当因听到耶稣亲像老爸的时阵呢，因最好的反应是无所谓，还是不了了之 ，or even apathy， 甚至毫无关心、无关紧要。Friends, we need to understand that when Isaiah speaks of Jesus as a father, he speaks of him as a perfect father. 当以赛亚提到耶稣做老爸时阵呢，伊形容耶稣。啊，为一款理想还是标准的老爸。He's not aloof, passive, or cruel. 伊无冷漠，无消极，无残忍。Instead, he's an ideal dad who truly cares. 伊是一位理想的老爸，伊诚恳的关心。One who will never ever leave or abandon his children. 伊永远袂离开，还是放下伊的家里。Now, while I don't recommend that you call him Papa Jesus. 虽然我无鼓励恁叫耶稣做耶稣爸爸 ，But the reality is in Jesus we have a Papa like no other。事实上，咱伫耶稣的内面，咱有一位无亲像其他的爸爸。Papa is in P A P A。爸爸英文是 P A P A。You see, in Jesus we have a protection like no other。伫耶稣的内面，咱有超越的保护。Look at how Jesus described himself in John 10:11. Jesus said, "I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep." Now it is said that the sheep are some of the dumbest animals we have. Not only are they stubborn, they are utterly defenseless. No wonder wolves like to attack them. So, robbers love to steal them. Because sheep are in constant danger, a shepherd must always watch over them wherever they are. Now it's no accident that the Bible likens us to sheep. So, like sheep, we are stubborn, helpless, and we are in constant threat from our spiritual enemy. Thank you. Thankfully, we have our everlasting Father watching over us constantly. 同时，咱感谢上帝，就会永在被常常的看顾人。That even when we walk through the darkest valleys, our good Shepherd is always with us. 就是虽然咱咱行过死荫的幽谷，咱就会和牧人也过跟咱同在。His rod and staff they comfort us. 伊的关，伊的关，拢安慰咱。Listen to Jesus' words. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Because Jesus is our everlasting Father, we need not fear of what the future may bring. Our eternity is forever safe in Jesus. 
In Jesus, we have a Papa like no other. In Him, we have a protection like no other. In Jesus, we also have an affection like no other. Let's all read what Jesus said to his followers in John 15. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. We mentioned earlier that a lot of fathers are emotionally detached. Sadly, even among Christian households, a lot of dads can be emotionally absent. But Jesus is not like any of our earthly dads. David Strain has some interesting words to say regarding this. David he said, Jesus is full of a father's compassion. That's why he came. Compassion sent him for the lost and for us. Compassion sent him on that first Christmas day. He is a perfect father whose love is not fickle. Whose love never comes with strings attached. He knows all about you. All your waywardness and rebellion. He sees all of you and loves you despite all the mess. Despite your confusion, despite your mistakes, his love never fails. It never runs out. It's never withdrawn. You see, in Jesus, we have a Papa like no other. In him, we have a protection and affection like no other. In Jesus, we also have a provision like no other. In Philippians 4.19, the Apostle Paul wrote, And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory, in Christ Jesus. Philippians 
Now, in this passage, Paul assured believers that they will not lack anything they need. God will supply all the needs of his children according to his great resources in Jesus Christ. Now, one challenge of having a big family like mine is getting a vehicle that's spacious enough for everyone. Now, in the past years, we've managed to squeeze ourselves in our small MPV. Since our movements were limited during the pandemic, we didn't feel the urgency to upgrade our vehicle. But now that we need to go out more and more, I realized that our 10-year-old vehicle is no longer suitable to our ever-growing family. My twin daughters are already as tall as their mom. While the two youngest are also growing up fast. There's hardly enough room left for the rest of our staff stuff. Especially when we need to go out of town. It also doesn't help that our MPV is now breaking down. Now, like any normal dad, I'd like to provide my family a more comfortable and reliable vehicle. However, my desire to provide can be limited by the resources I have. Even if I am willing to provide, my ability can be restricted by my capacity. As much as I'd like to buy a Toyota Alphard, Honda Odyssey, Kia Carnival, or the all-new Hyundai Steria. My wallet does not necessarily will not necessarily cooperate. The great thing about having Jesus as our Father is that He has unlimited resources. Not only does He want to provide for us, he has all the means to provide for us. Now, like any good parent, Jesus would never give us something that would harm us. 
亲像好的爸母啊，耶稣袂强硬，还会伤害咱的物件。He is concerned with our needs, not with our greeds. 伊是关心咱的需要，而且唔是关心咱的贪欲。What Jesus provides is the strength and wisdom we need to face in the challenges in life. 耶稣有法能供应咱力量甲智慧去面对生活中的挑战。He provides us forgiveness and grace when we sin. 当咱犯罪时阵，伊供应咱赦免甲稳定。He provides us hope and comfort when we are down. 当咱啊感觉消沉的时阵呢，伊供应咱安慰甲盼望。There's actually so much more that Jesus provides. 也够真多物件，耶稣有法能供应咱。The point is, in Jesus, we have a Papa like no other. 重要的是，在耶稣内面，咱有一位无亲像其他的爸爸。In Jesus, He gives us protection, affection, and provision like no other. 在耶稣的内面，伊供应咱超越的保护、超越的感情、甲超越的供应。Last but not the least, in Jesus we have an adoption like no other. 最后一点，在耶稣的内面，咱经历一款超越。Let's all read Ephesians one verse five. Let me talk. Is he ah? You saw so. You saw it. You got it. He, referring to God the Father, predestined us to adoption as sons and daughters through Jesus Christ to Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will. Go in, Tianan. You uncaged the key. So he had it. 有订单接到耶稣，得到加伊的名分。Now adoption is one of the metaphors used in the Bible to explain how Christians are brought into the family of God. 收养还是收留呢？是圣经常常用的譬喻来解释信徒将我加入上帝家庭。Scripture tells us that we are all born into sin. 圣经给人说，咱是出世为罪的奴仆。And by ourselves, we have no ability to make ourselves free from sin's slavery. But Jesus came to earth two thousand years ago to buy us out from slavery. On the cross, Jesus paid for our sins with His blood. 第十二个点，耶稣用家己的宝血来还清咱的罪债。He paved the way for us to be adopted as God's children. 这就安尼为咱开路，被收养还是收留做上帝的子女。You see, the moment we come to faith in Christ, the debts of our sins is cancelled. 当咱凭着信心信服基督的迄个时刻呢，咱的罪债已经被取消了。We are given a new name. And we are given all the rights that God's heirs possess. That's what you and I have if we truly believe in Christ. We are undeserving sinners who have been adopted to God's family all because of Jesus. Ah, 将来要被收养，成做上帝家内一个份子
啊，因为耶稣，咱会永在白。In Jesus, we have a Papa like no other. 咱伫耶稣内面，咱有一位爸爸，无亲像其他的爸爸。In Him, we have protection, affection, provision, and adoption like no other. 伫耶内面，咱经历超越的保护、感情、供应、甲受用。Now, out of God's grace, He has entrusted to me four precious kids. 靠着上帝恩典，伊有将四位宝贝囡仔交代我。And I love each of them dearly. 因每一个我拢真正疼。I've committed to give them all the protection, affection, and provision I can. 我哋也答应要给因所有的保护、感情及供应。But the truth is. I can't always protect them. 总是事实上，我无永无法能永远会伫阿保护。As much as I love them, I can't always be by their side. 我虽然真疼，我无法能永远伫因的身边。As hard as I try to provide for them, I can only give them so much. 我虽然真正温困的做工，我所有法能供应有限制。In fact, the older that I get,、uh, the more this truth sinks in. 我拿来拿年终的时候，我拿了解这样事实。I only have a short time left with them. 我甲因三甲多的时间啊，真正短。Sooner or later, I'll also have to depart from this world. 无偌久，我需要离开这个世界。And so it's comforting to know that whatever happens, my kids. Won't be orphans. 总是一项，让我真正得到安慰的，就是无管接啊，经过怎啊呢，我会今日永远袂成做孤儿。In Christ, they have an everlasting Father who will always be with them. 因为在耶稣的里面，因有一个永在的，伊永远甲因同在。You see, in Jesus, meron forever. 在耶稣的里面。In him, they literally have a papa forever. Jesus already defeated death, and he lives forever. Yes, many of us have lost our dads in one way or another. Through death. Desertion or disconnection. 吃到死亡、受绑杀，还是结束关系。But whatever your earthly dad is like, you don't have to be an orphan this Christmas. 所以无管你在世老爸怎样呢，你这个圣诞节无需要成做孤儿。You can be adopted to God's family. 你有可能被收养进入上帝家。All you need to do is truly place your faith in Jesus Christ and His finished work on the cross. You 只要相信耶稣基督及伊的十字架顶所完成的功劳。Now, if you're already a follower of Christ, then there's so much more reason for you to rejoice this Christmas. 耶稣已经跟得耶稣啊，你这个圣诞节有可可做理由，同来啊喜乐。Because in Jesus. In Jesus, you already have a Father who loves you endlessly. Because in Jesus, you have a Father who loves you endlessly. Because in Jesus, you have a Father who loves you endlessly. Because in Jesus, you have a Father who loves you endlessly. Because in Jesus, you have a Father who loves you endlessly. Because in Jesus, you have a
who never desert you. One who will never be disconnected to you. And he'll always be there to fight for you in all your battles. Truly, he is our father forever. Because Jesus is our everlasting father. Let us all pray. Let me ask Uncle Daniel to lead us in prayer. <laughs> 超越的保护,超越的感情,超越的供应,以及超越的修养。我们通过着你的稳定,加着信心,被救赎,成做上帝的儿女,成做上帝的救赎。我们感谢的心来领受这份圣诞的礼物,奉主名求,阿们。How Jesus cares and loves us is how a great and perfect Father loves us. In Jesus, we have protection, affection, provision, and adoption. So he is a Papa like no other. So as a response, let's sing Mighty God, Everlasting Father. And shall we all stand?
Thank you to our worship team and our worship band. Can we give them a round of applause? Thank you. When I was thinking who to invite for this topic, Everlasting Father, the first person that comes to mind, the top of the list is Pastor Don because of his many children, many experience as a father. So thank you, Pastor Don, for blessing us with your message. Uh, once again, we would like to thank Yen Diong Hia, Brother Daniel Shangkwan. Okay, even though he's not feeling well, walang kupas pa rin, no? Uh, his standard is really beyond compare. So thank you for your dedication and your commitment to this ministry. For some announcements, uh, our Love in Action Charity Fund Drive is still ongoing until next Sunday, December 18. The proceeds will be used to help sick and underprivileged children, as well as uh, mission organizations that are related to children's ministry. Our goal for this year is to raise 500000 To show our appreciation to our service personnel, that includes our security guards, our janitors, and our drivers this Christmas, you may share your blessings with them. Our goal is to raise 80000 Today is the last day for you to give. If you want to be part of a discipleship group or a small group, please contact any of the pastoral team members and we will be, we'll, we are glad to connect you to a group. Our church calendar will be distributed after the worship service today. For now, each family can get a copy. If we will have access, they will again be distributed next Sunday. NMEC members and regular worshipers can claim your free copy of our English or Chinese daily bread starting next Sunday. They'll be given out on a first-come, first-served basis, so make sure you are here next week if you want a copy. Church members who have recently changed their address or contact number are requested to update these changes with Sister Jing Ubinar at the third floor lobby after the worship service. Right now, we would like to welcome first-time visitors in our midst. First, we would like to welcome the family of Anthony and Kim, the parents, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Ching, as well as Mr. and Mrs. Choa. Okay, please rise. Thank you for worshiping with us this morning. Uh, we would also like to welcome the Ninongs and the Ninangs, uh, please rise. Thank you for being here with us. Yeah. Thank you. Any other first-time visitors joining us today? Okay, if there are, especially those who are worshiping with us online, uh, welcome and uh, join us for a cup of coffee after the worship uh, at the lobby outside our sanctuary. For those who are online, wala kayong coffee. <laughs> okay, so pumunta kayo. Okay, so let us please rise for the benediction. May the Lord bless and keep you. May His face continue to shine upon you and may He be gracious to you. May He lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.
Have a blessed week ahead. Remember, the best is yet to come. See you next week.